to Thought Experiment Thursdays on the 5Ws podcast. In these episodes, I will be posing a philosophical viewpoint in the form of a narrative, story or question that will hopefully serve as a self-reflection prompt in relation to your own coaching, planning, delivery and review. To be or not to be. This episode is inspired by a workshop by the Royal Shakespeare Company that I saw. Hamlet, Act 3, Scene 1. To be or not to be, that is the question. Where do you place the emphasis? To be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is the question. To be or not to be, that is a question. By varying the emphasis, it is not just about sounding more interesting, it can actually change the meaning of what you were saying. Arguably, the same can be applied within coaching. An often overlooked aspect of coaching effectiveness is the ability to adapt behaviour to meet the demands of the coaching environment. Nash and Sproul, 2009. How are you responding to and changing the emphasis of training or practice? Nash et al., 2011, surmised that the expert coach can recognise the most relevant information in multifaceted situations to help their athletes optimally develop and perform in their ever-changing, ever-evolving contexts. Therefore, without the ability to understand the needs of the environment, as well as the people within it, a coach will inevitably have limited effectiveness. For me and my research, I'm advocating a biopsychosocial approach to athlete development. And it is that changing of emphasis within my coaching delivery, using the physical domain alongside the psychological and social environmental. As a strength and conditioning coach, it is very easy for me to purely focus on the physical aspect of performance. The numbers, the power output, the distance, the speed. But by changing my emphasis, I can change the experience for the athlete. Practitioners working with athletes require a much broader range of knowledge and skills, such as the ability to be creative and apply scientific knowledge to the athlete's needs. In 2011, Mew developed a framework that considered the who, what and how are you coaching. Another framework that can be used to change the emphasis of your delivery. This 
framework was further explored with the coaching practice planning and reflective framework that identifies learning objectives, coaching behaviours, athlete engagement and training activity and the interplay between them all. Again, how can we change the emphasis of coaching using that framework? These concepts explore where the coach might place their emphasis and have greatly influenced my research and practitioner journey. Using these concepts, my research explores the impact changing emphasis of the coaching process may have on performance. In study one, I sought to understand coaches' understanding of biopsychosocial approaches and the how and what of their coaching practice and where the emphasis lies in their day-to-day operations. In my second study, I explored athlete motivation and session design. In the third study of my research, I explored athletes' perception of my coaching behaviours through the lens of transformational leadership. My current practice explores where I place the emphasis of my behaviours, planning, delivery and reflections. The physical aspect of performance will always be at the forefront of my decision making, but underpinning that focus will be the psychosocial effectiveness of my practice. A different way of thinking about that emphasis is the art of coaching, the nature of coaching and the science of coaching. And when when those shifts in focus need to occur for you to be efficient and effective. For example, despite a coach predominantly working to develop long-term performance, they might consider the art or nature of coaching to respond to their athlete's needs to give a short-term boost over that long-term performance. Consequently, the ability to quickly respond and be efficient to selected or pre-selected subsets is a crucial skill for any coach. Collins 2016. Influenced by the practices of other professions, a process of professional judgment and decision making has been suggested within coaching literature to facilitate an optimum blend of actions against such demands. Collins 2016 suggests successful operationalization of the professional judgment decision making process relies on a coach's understanding of what needs to be done, i.e. where the emphasis needs to go, and knowing why particular actions should be taken in response to the multifactorial demands of a situation. A professional judgment-making decision approach is facilitated by metacognition, and the underpinning ability for reflection in action, on action, and on action in context enabling the essential consideration and weighing up of alternative coaching options. Cruikshank, 2013. When you are coaching this week, what complex problems can you identify when working with athletes? What reflections occur because of that? And where will you put the emphasis when seeking to address them? To be or not to be? That is the question.